All right, so welcome to Tonecast 67. I'm uh, Brian Porter, and I'm actually joined in studio by Mike Bassett. Hey, Mike. Hey, how's everybody doing out there? Good. It's it's good to have a real person in studio. I've been on the phone with a lot of people for the last uh, uh, rest the whole summer, basically. So it's good to have you here and and talking about uh, an interesting subject today. We're going to be talking about five lessons that we learned through the summer. Now we didn't learn these as in we have arrived and and we're going to be able to uh, you know learn them completely, but they're. <laughs> There's, there are lessons that this pandemic has taught us. And, and I, th- I thought through all these interviews that we've done with people, I've really appreciated people's positive outlooks. And I think that's been the theme is like, don't know what's going to happen, but we're going to keep working hard. We're going to figure out a way. And I just really appreciate that mindset. And I think we sort of had that mindset in the shop as we've talked over the last couple of weeks, like, wow, we made it through the summer and we really weren't sure what the summer was going to look like. Um, so... So kind of, uh, you know, for those who don't know, we had a kind of a feature on you a, a couple shows ago. It's been 10 shows or so maybe back, but we talked about Mike's roles at Porter here. Mike, you're kind of the, uh, I don't know how to describe you other than like you do a little bit of everything basically. Right. Um, you do the, some of the guitar work and the guitar setups, you do pickup assembly and the occasional guitar repairs, um, which hopefully we are, are going away. Um, we've, we've had a lot of guitar repairs, but we're, we're thinking about getting rid of guitar repair as a service because of our other workload has definitely right. been, been in there. But so I'm curious, um, you know, off the top, kind of your thoughts on the, um, just how, how maybe you personally have kind of navigated this, this strange time, you know, with, uh, with family and just, just personally, how have you been kind of working through this? Well, I think it's definitely been weird and and maybe stressful uh, for most people out there. Um, as far as work here, you kind of nailed it. It's the optimistic approach, um, and and I guess work ethic that kind of gets you through it. We've been really lucky because we have had the opportunity to keep working. We haven't really completely shut down ever. There was a a little bit of time kind of at the beginning when, you know, all of the mandates were really kind of in place where we had to improvise a little bit and, and figure out a way to, to keep the shop running without having everyone here and, by everyone, I guess that's not too hard because there's mm-hmm. really only four of us ever in the shop at the same time. Um, but yeah, the optimism, um, knowing that, first of all, we're really lucky to have the careers and be in the industry that we're in where, you know, our passions kind of outweigh a lot of the stress um, with it. Um, and of course, when we're all talking family dynamics and everything, I think Everyone who has a family like us probably has suffered from a little bit of, you know, mental uh, craziness here and there, I would say. Um, And and that's, you know, a pretty cool thing, too, because here at the shop, um, when you're really kind of focused and in trying to make really good products and it's passion driven... um, stressful things don't really get to you as, as much. And, um, 
So really, and I guess it spills over to the family life to being optimistic, um, knowing that uh, if you if you try to persevere um, through any of the hurdles and everything else that have been thrown at us lately, um, things do have a way of working out. Um, everyone's dealing with stress factors right now. Um, so I guess my approach always has kind of been, you know, keep an op optimistic view and uh, do what you do best. And generally things are going to kind of shoot you down the right path, even though you don't know exactly where you're going all the time. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. I think that that's been, you know, for us, one of the things, the shop has been a little bit of a safe haven, I think for for all of us on the team, we've been able to say, hey, we're going to come and we're going to get work done. And that's about the most normal thing in all of our lives is working on guitars and pickups. Yeah. <laughs> because everything else, whether it's the kids' school, whether it's just can I eat at this restaurant or not, you know, stuff that, that maybe is, you know, more, you know, more important in some ways, but it's all been sort of jumbled and thrown into this weird hopper that you're like, oh, I can't just go into, you know, even for me to shop for guitar wood, it's a lot different than it used to be. It's a lot more hoops to jump through. Yeah. Like, oh, I've got to go pick out, you know, pick out wood and, and there's policies at the, at the wood supplier and, and all these things like that. It just, it gets, it gets a little crazy. I mean, I'm thankful that we've had like online, mostly business, you know, through this, that, that we're, uh, we're here and we're helping people and we're, we're providing that. But, um, I'm going to jump into these five things, and if you have any comments through this, Mike, feel free to interject. I'll probably ask you some questions. Sweet. Um, but as I thought about this summer, I was like, you know what? What are some things that that we have stuck to this summer? What are some things that have helped us get through? Um, you know, as as we kind of tally up the summer numbers, um, I think we probably will have our best summer ever as a business, um, which is pretty awesome. Pretty grateful for that. Um, kind of blown away just by the fact that all this stuff happened, but but yet here we are coming out of the summer and and feeling feeling like we really made a big uh, strides and, and differences and a big impact. And so that's the that's the encouraging thing for us as we kind of go forward. So I've I've kind of identified these five things, and and some of them are a little bit crossover. What you mentioned too, Mike. I think that okay. all of us in the shop have have some values it, that are very similar in terms of. We got to work hard. We got to, you know, bust our butts. And, and these are some things that I've just identified as kind of, um, you know, when things really got hairy, it was kind of what, what are we about? So right. I'm going to start with the first one is don't forget our why. Don't forget why we do what we do. Um, that, is, that has always been there for us. I mean, we, we exist to inspire other people to play more guitar. It's very simple, but it's a big goal that we'll never fully achieve, but the products that we create and make are going to inspire other people. And so when we got to this point where March hit and everything shut down, it's like, well, that goal hasn't changed. Our why hasn't changed. Now, the circumstances around everything have changed. There's right. no doubt about it. But that has never changed. And so that sort of drove some of our early decision-making when everything hit. We, we focused more on marketing helpful stuff, like our pickup chooser, and I always mention the pickup chooser, but I'm kind of weaving it into some of this because it really is a core of like who we are is we want to help you find a set of pickups. And that really has been the thing, even, you know, from back at your days at Guitar Center, mm -hmm. you know, your goal was to help people 
continue to play guitar. And it was a little different than what we do here, but it was all the same in the sense of like, right. we got to get you back running and we want to make your guitar play better so you will play longer and be more inspired, right? Absolutely. So I see a lot of crossovers in your background and then now coming into here, I think you kind of absorb the vision of Porter a little bit easier than others have in the past because it's like, oh yeah, this is why we're doing what we do. So I think for us, just never taking our sight off of that and weaving that into the marketing, weaving that into our message to our customers. And honestly, that has just been the most helpful helpful thing at the core of this whole process. Right. So number two is listen, but carefully. Now, Now I put that as a caveat, but carefully. So listen to what's going on, whether it's listening to what's going on in the industry, uh, listening to advice, but the good kind of advice. Um, We got a lot of bad advice as this thing started off. There was a whole bunch of stuff that was hitting, and we had some people suggest certain things to to our company, like, you need to do this, you need to do that. And some of it was unethical, some of it was... Um, just just wrong, bad advice. And and just me staring at that, like, you know, th- just, their advice was coming out of a place of fear, and so they were willing to compromise some things to make, make that decision. And I was like, no, we're not going to do that. We're going to move forward, and we're going to stay true to who we are. Right. And despite the bleak outlook, we're going to choose to do the right thing still through, through that, you know. Yeah. How, how many times have we been faced with a decision we're like well this is not like totally bad maybe i could just kind of like get my way forward by doing this you know or, or it's not totally wrong is it you know and so i think for us it's just just listen to that advice but look for those those true advice points whether it's you know a lot of for me has been letting listening to a lot of podcasts right a lot of business people who you know some of these people who are like the self-help gurus and you know control your destiny like this this pretty much like ruined their platforms yeah <laughs> you know what absolutely. i mean absolutely they they don't have any place to uh, to stand because they're like well you just need to take control i'm like well how do you take control when the when you know the government calls your business non-essential like, right. that's not just something you can will to overcome you have to work and so i think for us it's always been sort of the core of that but but being careful um, there's a lot of things that are distractions and they're not helpful um, I Absolutely. think through this, we've learned that it's like there's there's some things that are coming at us every day, whether it's doubt, whether it's like, you know, negative opinions or or just people who are down the whole time. And you just like, I can't I can't stay there. I need to go forward. Right. And even though I don't know where I'm going, I need to go forward. So I think that's that's the second one. Um, third one is look back so you can go forward. So I don't like to look backwards too often, but I like to look backwards and see what what's worked and then go forward from there. Right. Um, so we looked at stuff like production in the past, and we had, we had changed, we changed our production completely this summer in terms of what we do with stocking pickups ahead of time and delivering and building custom shop stuff. We, we kind of just made some tweaks over time, and that has been like a game changer for us um, in terms of we're producing more pickups than we ever have. We're providing shorter lead times for customers, um, you know, some stuff is out and within a day or two, yeah, um, that's ready to go, and that's really something that we pride ourselves on. Because when someone finally makes that commitment to buy a set of pickups, they don't want to wait forever. Now we offer a million options, right? You know, yeah, you know, building all these pickups, and and both of us are sitting there like, wow, this is complicated. 
You know, yeah. we were working on a two two Jaguars and a P ninety in a in a three single coil setup, mm-hmm. and and making sure phase was correct this morning. Right, we were trying to figure out okay. This needs to go with this, and then it needs to be this way. And as a set of three, whereas like after all these years, that's a combination that we had never put together, right? Basically, um, so that's that's the thing too is just um, you know finding what works and what doesn't. Saying we can't do the stuff that doesn't work. We can't keep beating our our heads against a wall. This is the perfect time to pivot. It's also the perfect time to say, yeah, we've got burned in the past by doing a deal like this. And we can't do a deal like this right now because it takes too much time. Or, um, you know, we've we've had to turn down a lot of custom work this summer. Yeah, we just, have. Just because it's like, I can't do this. I would rather make 10 more sets of my own pickups than make a custom one-off for for a customer. And it's hard to say no as a small business guy, right? You're, you're like, I said right. no. I, you know, I, I and plus, come. we want to make awesome custom pickups yeah. for everyone. Yeah. I mean, it's awesome when you can have somebody think up something and then we can produce it but it just kind of came down to you know having to filter out some of that in order to progress in other parts of the company here and keep the the ball rolling you know yeah yeah definitely and that's that is like okay you say no because you're actually going to stay stronger yeah by saying no and that's that's something i've gotten better at over the time over the years it's not like I want to come in on Monday and be like, hey, guys, I turned down three deals this weekend. Yeah, we don't want to hear that yeah. from you. <laughs> you know? but, but that's sometimes what happens. And it's like, well, I don't also don't want to give a project to, to you guys or to the team that is also going to hold us back. Um, you know, The last couple of weeks, we've had some, some specialized things that we've been working on that have taken a lot of time. And they're yeah. within our wheelhouse. It was just slightly different than the way that we do stuff. And so that, that kind of... Created some challenges just from that. Um, number four is the realities can be cloudy, but you can push through them and you should push through them. So when you look at something, look at it as opportunity or look at it as a way to pivot, saying, well, what is true? Yeah, there's no gigs. There's no concerts. Musicians are suffering. But what is true? People have guitars they need to upgrade and they're probably not going to buy a new guitar potentially. Yeah. I mean, there was just an article that came out uh, recently, and it's like guitar is back. I think it was a New York Times Times article that came out this week, and how there's a surge of guitar purchases. You remember a couple of years ago there was like guitar is guitar dead? Yeah, you know? absolutely. And now it's back. Apparently, according to the uh, according to the news, guitar is back, which it never left in the first place. But more people are playing guitar, and we're finding that more people want to take their guitars and make them sound better. And I think that has helped us through this this whole time as well. Um, absolutely, I agree. Kind of keeping our heads down and keep working is is yeah. really the core of it. But but saying okay, what can we do with the time? We have a cool new release coming out this fall. We can't quite talk about. I've been teasing it for weeks. We're about a month away from this new release, and this it sort of ties in with all of this, which is passion, which is serving guitar players and and all this stuff. And it's I'm super excited to to reveal that we're. We're down to the final month, I believe, yeah. on on being able to start talking about it. So to plug that really quickly, just go make sure you're on our newsletter. We're going to let people know about what's going on with our new new release this fall. Um, so I won't. It's going to be do, awesome. Yeah, I won't do much much more than that. But Mike and I have been playing and messing around with this new release for a while, and we're really really excited about it as a team. And um, yeah, just looking forward to it. Yeah, so it's super it's, stoked. 
it's one of those like it's in the plans. We have a timeline, and I think we'll be able to stick to the timeline. But it wouldn't be the first time if we had to delay it slightly. Right. Um, but I think we're on we're on a very good track at this point. Um, last one is, and this probably should have been first, but is um, team and people are key. So I write this down because, you know, we're we're grateful for our team here. All of us really. You know, we have like week, almost weekly shop meetings. We've been slacking lately, but um, just just really reflecting on, okay, what does it take to to have a team to accomplish all this? How can we best use our skill sets? How can we best support each other um, and challenge each other to be better? And I think our team is, has grown really close. Um, you know, we lost a key member of our team, Marco, earlier yeah. this summer. He moved away and and that was a big, a big blow. And that was part of kind of this journey through this summer is like, wow, how are we going to replace someone who's such a big, big part? And ultimately we haven't replaced him. Right. But we've also been able to, um, you know, fill in the gaps, at least uh, attempt to start filling in the gaps of, of the roles that he um, took over. Cause Marco came in at a time that this shop was, um, we were really down to a tiny, tiny crew and he came in and really helped kind of bring bring up the shop at that point and um, so it's it's been it's been challenging I mean that's part of our summers just kind of absorbing all that new stuff but people like in his case and in your guys's cases the people have been so key into what we're trying to do and building this and trying to fit all the puzzle pieces together and and knowing that we're in this weird size where we're we're big enough to have a you know have a big shop and all this stuff and we're still trying to move forward but what does that look like in sort of this era of, of right. the world right now. Um, but, but really the people have been huge, um, been like we mentioned before that sort of like refuge for, um, for all of us. It's just like coming in and just being like, Hey, good to see you guys. Like good to see other people and good to just do our work and, yeah. and all that. And I know that like the team part of it, like maybe you can talk about the team part of it for just from your side of things, but I know it's, it's important to you as well. Yeah. Very important. I mean, it's, uh, I mean, I personally wake up every day excited to see the crew here, you know? Um, and when Marco was with us, we've had this conversation before, just kind of, you know, I remember like having the, um, after meetings after, you know, Nam back at the condo or whatever we were staying at, you know, where we were just kind of reflecting and, and thinking about what really kind of makes, our our crew here tick and why it works and why we're able to you know um keep pushing forward and and of course we're all passionate about what we do but we decided amongst all of us unanimous unanimously that it it was the people it was the crew um and we do kind of take i mean I, I know you kind of feel the same way. I know Marco felt the same way. And I feel um, that because of the people that, I mean, because of this crew, um, in some ways we're kind of protective about um, the environment that we nurture here. Um, but if it wasn't for the the people here and and the same kind of mindset, um, the caring, nurturing, um, and 
you know, that type of vibe that we have really created here, um, we probably would have found it a, ho- a lot more stressful to try to make the progress that we've made right now. Um, and, and really, I just can't say enough about, you know, you, Kathleen, Ben, um, and Marco. We miss you, buddy, if you hear this. Yeah, but, uh, I miss you, man. Um, you know, it, it's, it's really kind of put things kind of in perspective as to, you know, to tie it back into the beginning um, as to why we're doing this. Um, we do this on one level to kind of support our own crew, you know. Um, but, of course, we're doing it to reach out to other people and help them fuel their passion. Um, so the people aspect really is, is um, kind of what it's all about and that personal aspect. And you kind of mentioned that we've made gains and, and you know, we're at the level where we can do big shop production and everything else. But I really feel like we were able to nurture that personal type of touch and vibe um, for for the customer as well. Um, and we do get occasional, you know, just drop-ins, although things like that have been a lot more minimal um, through all of this in the last six months. Um, but just the guys who come in the door when we get the opportunity to do kind of a person-to-person situation here in the shop, um, you can tell that they pick up on that personal type of vibe. And that's why a lot of the guys keep dropping in, you know, and, and, you know, so that's an excellent feeling too. Um, but yeah, this is by far the best crew of people I've had the opportunity to work with. So, um, it's just, it's just that, you know, care for the people that are helping you, um, care for the people who you do business for, um, and and that's really what's going to kind of get you through the toughest part of it um, to me. So Yeah, totally. And I think that that just does make, like we mentioned, yeah, it does make it just, um, it's always fun to come in and work on guitar stuff, but it's fun to be with the people who are, we're all pursuing the same same thing yeah. all together because it does, like you, you said, it does take a crew. I'm going to go back through uh, the five things just one more time just to review. Don't forget your why. Listen, but carefully. Look back so you can look forward. And if realities are cloudy, you got to push through them. And then team and people are the key to making things work. So those are the things I've been really honing in on. As uh, you know, I I spend a lot of time just just being grateful for what what has happened with this business. Like the amount of hardship and challenges that we've gone through to even get to this point have been insane. But at the same time, I like you. I, I enjoy getting up and coming to work, and um, you know, playing playing guitar, trying to play more guitar. Yeah, always reminding myself to play more guitar. I mean, that's what we're we're doing for other people. What we get, we have to do it ourselves. And, right. Um, so yeah, that's been that's been the way we've gone through it. We're going to continue with interviews coming up on the the future Tonecast. I've got some some interesting conversations that we're uh, we're queuing up here over the next couple of weeks and. Um, we did miss this week. We're still recording it the same week, but um, we missed the podcast uh, publishing earlier this week. So we have now, uh, you know, I guess we have a week behind, but we're technically we're not a week behind 
um, in, in the way that this is going to land when it, when it uh, launches. But um, appreciate you guys' support. Make sure you check out the Pickup Chooser. As we mentioned, every podcast, go on our website, fill out the Pickup Chooser, and we will send you a personal recommendation for your guitar. And uh, until next time, thanks for checking out the Tonecast. <laughs>